And now, part two of the random combo. Yeah, for real. Like, hold on, let's let's switch it up real quick. I'm about to say because I, I was I was I was a little I was a little uh, W down, but like I want to talk about like how these chicks in Baltimore City. But let's talk about how like these chicks in Baltimore like really be built like meatloaf squares and be like and be like claiming that they like a one steak sauce for real like. Chick that's built like SpongeBob, like literally, like straight, like box frame, like gut included, no butt, flat back. I know a chick who has a back that actually inverts in. No, like it is no ass. It's like a back. It's like a back that slants in inward. She looks like an upside down triangle. It's terrible. It's terrible. I believe that's an art. Shasha leaves. I believe that's an art. I swear, yo. I swear, yo. But if I showed you a face, you'd be like, oh, yeah, shorty tough. Shorty she tough. And then you see it in person. And then you see her body, and she all, and she all the way, and she look all the way crazy, though. Her body is garbage. Her body is terrible. Like, she is a chick that I would advise to get ass shots. I don't even if they don't work out, like it wouldn't even do you. Awesome, awesome awesome chick where sure they could where sure they could get like the You know you know how your man you know how your man David Banner got the Mississippi tat. She could get that across her back twice in the same spot. In the same spot, B. In the same spot, G. Oh my goodness. Like that was good. You feel me? I'm just saying, because it's like you could probably get the Mississippi and the star and her back to divide it, and then she puts the Mississippi in the same spot again. I mean, like, I don't even know. Like, it probably would start a fire if oh, you started hitting the Me and my nigga Shane have come to call that a baby got front special. <laughs> baby got front special. Got front. Elaborate on the baby got front special. Oh, well, it's quite simple, my good sir. <laughs> baby got front, my nigga. No back at all. None. Yes. Non-existent. Oh, uh, the one, the 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 one that didn't make it, the one they throw off the cliff. Yo, yo, that nigga. What was his name though? He was like, I can hold the shield, I can hold the sword. I can. There's a hunchback traitor in the ranks. He betrayed Leonidas. There's a hunchback traitor. His hump back. Nigga, like his hunch back. Mind, yeah. I want it all. Yes. He said. Mind, he said, yes, I want it all. Wealth, women, and a uniform. And Leonidas said, Leonidas said, I, Leonidas requires that you stand. I require only that you kneel. Raise your shield. Raise your shield. He said, that's unsatisfactory, G. We're not going to be able to accept you. And then he said, you're wrong, Leonidas. You're wrong. Yo, that is exactly. That movie has got to be one of, like, the greatest movies of all time. That is one of the greatest action films. I mean, the, I mean, the, the, the slow motion kick. Yo, that kick was legendary. I mean, like, that was Let's talk about that prince looking ass nigga. The one that the um the uh the nigga that, that was um the villain. the villain, yeah, the prince looking ass nigga. Yeah. About you know, if you ever seen the second one, you know that he started looking that way because he bathed in gold. He took a bath in like gold water. Oh damn, I didn't see that. I see the second one. That was the endowed with the power of the gods. He was small, he came out like seven feet tall, bald head, clean. Dipping in, it was just a dipping in gold. He just, he just in gold. took a bath in gold. Faggot like, juice. It was gold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that's something like that Prince would have. Faggot juice. Like, yeah, that's something Purify yourself. 
You have to purify yourself in Lake Minnetonka. In Lake Minnetonka. He walked in the water a man, and he came out the water. Yo, can we? Can we? Can we? You know, we have to. We have to say that Prince has got to be like one of the pimp. Like the greatest Still, pimp niggas of all time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Cause like, yo, who who makes a chick like Apple? What was Apollonia? Yo, Apollonia was, oh my god, like super bad. And all she wanted was to make him happy. Like he was like, yeah. She, I mean, he could have told her, yo, let's let's do this right now. Like, you suck me off on this motorcycle. All. All time. Ever were with Prince were lesbians, and <laughs> the fact that he just looked so much like a woman, but still had all of the functioning working parts of a man. You feel me? That's like a win. He was like the Caitlyn Jenner before. That's a win. Win. Yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna do that to him. I think. I think. Yeah. I th- I think I think the thing because they said like yo women would come to his compound yes. and then not go home to their families like yes. he would like I don't want to say kidnap but he, they would be I mean, under the trance where they didn't want to leave. We're talking about the same nigga who had a VVS diamond beater. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you know what I'm saying? This is the same nigga that had a diamond encrusted tank top, a beater. He had it and it was made out of diamonds. Like this is Prince, who's I would not I wouldn't be mad if my girl was like yeah I'm sorry, but I'm leaving you for Prince. I've been like I understand. You feel me? Like I hey. Don't even have to get murdered. Best of luck to you. I couldn't. It's Prince. I mean, like people people always try to play Prince because you know he wore heels and he wore you know chapless chaps and and. And, and, you know, shirtless, you know, just running around okay. here with masks and stuff. But can we not, can we not confirm that Prince? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The chap was chaps, but. But I would have to assess, I would have to assess myself. Like, am I doing something wrong? Prince is that nigga, though. Yo, when doves cry. When doves cry. You know what I'm saying? Red Corvette. But he can do it. But he can. But it's Prince. He can do it. Prince is that nigga that will be in the bathroom applying makeup with his chick, giving her pointers. You missed the spot. You missed the spot. <laughs> no, sweetheart, you need a little more foundation there. Like these chicks, they craving that. They like, oh my god, he just, he just so insightful. He's so intense. I think what make print I think what made Prince so the shit is not only can he sing, but he's confident in the shit that most niggas would not be confident right. in. Like I think like a woman would go like I that I don't agree with that, but he's so confident in it that he makes you feel like, well damn, I guess this isn't bad. Like I guess it's a yo, they said Kim Basinger. Like, yo, by the time she left Prince's compound, she had signed up for a movie he was putting together. She had signed some other shit. Like, her management was like, yo, what the hell did you do? Like, what happened? Like, your family's been looking for you. And, yo, she was at the Prince compound. Yo. Nigga, that nigga, that nigga, when he gets it, when he gets a, a hand on you. I mean, this is the nigga, you feel me? Like, this is a nigga who rock heels and look at your heels and say, did you wear those with that dress? And Shorty would have to actually consider what he's saying. Like, maybe I should change. This is Prince, yo. This is Prince. I don't care, yo. Prince, Prince is the top, Prince, Prince is, is one of the top pimps in my book. So if, if you got, if you got a chick. What and you trying to set a mood? You got in the car. You need the playlist. Shouts out to YF for these names that he comes up with his on the playlist. Evening, evening do or something like that. Yo, YF with the playlist or whatever. The players. Oh, also Flojo got the play. Uh, the playlist names. You know what I'm saying? What's what's the top five jams that you putting on when you trying to set that mood? You got the baddest chick. 
in your passenger seat. You got one hand on the wheel, right hand on something else. Which which what you doing? Let's, let's start with let's start with flow, Joe. It all depends. Cause I'm about to say it could be it could be a music soul child kind of a night. It could be a Maxwell kind of a night. It could I mean like like the the options are the options are unlimited like i'm about to say like it's so it's so many different ways that you could kind of flow with a situation you got you could you know raheem devon like like if i could give you five i mean like you get yeah, i'm about to say like yeah d'angelo i'm about to say you could easily throw that in rotation you could easily throw music soul child in rotation you could easily throw maxwell in rotation you could easily throw no like he's talking about like you and in the ride, like 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 you like you 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 know how you hop you know how you hop beside the ride with a chick or whatever like you want. I got you for some you feel me? I'm gonna get hold on hold on hold on. Why yeah? So we saying top five. Yo, in in no particular order. The Ozzy Brothers. Joe, <coughs> Jodeci, the show, the hotel, the Ooh, after party, that D'Angelo, voodoo, oh, voodoo. and I need one more, but they might not really know about the mom. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with that, man. The thing is, <clears throat> you have to compile playlists that would allow you to penetrate without even penetrating. That will get them moist without realizing they are moist. When they go to the restroom, they will realize that they are drenching and have not even noticed. <laughs> They will begin to say things like, this has never happened to me before. <laughs> it's just something about you. They say things like, I'm so nervous. And you say to them, don't be. <laughs> they respond by saying, I just don't know where you come from or what you're doing here. And you say to them, you know exactly why I'm here. You know exactly what I'm about to do. Spread your legs. <laughs> Allow me. Allow me Bid me. Bid me into the kingdom. My love, it is a game. It is only a game. What about the lipstick you're still wearing? Lipstick. But is there's no lipstick? What are you talking about? She wasn't kissing your face, my love. The Merovingian. If you ask me, because I be dealing with a lot of, you know, what I'm you know, I be dealing with a not a lot of younger, you feel me, new age thoughts. You feel me? So you gotta give them some new age action. You know what I'm saying? I would have to play, you know what I'm saying? And this is going to throw him for a loop, but the shit be rocking. I would play him Justin Bieber, Hold Tight, which is a song Yo. about sex. Yo. And every time I play it for a chick, they like, who is Yo. this? Who that, is Yo, this? And then, and then I say, it is Justin Bieber. And then they proceed to get even more moistened at the fact that I would even have Justin Bieber Yo, on my playlist. That you know what I'm saying? Tight is yeah. Real. Right. Like hold on tight. That joint be rocking. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? So that that's on that's on there. That's definitely on the list. You know what I'm saying? Also, secondly on my list, Chris Brown. There's something in this liquor. Every female loves that song right now, and I guarantee you that will set the mood. Then I would have to take it back to them old school, genuine, so anxious. Because I am so anxious to penetrate you at this moment. Yeah. So, yeah. you whore. 
And may I add an honorable mention since you went that route? Okay. DJ, the Chicago kid. Do your research. But he has many other churches, chick joints. Then I might continue to keep them on my old school path and give them silk. There's a meeting in my bedroom because we're on the way there at as we drive, you know, and um, that's four. Then number five, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I might have to throw him for a loop. I might just hit him with uh. No, I already said that one. I already said that one. I'm trying to think of a good one for my my number five, like a really good yeah, joint that I know that I know is a guaranteed. You feel me? I might even come from left field, and just play some Kanye hell of a life. You feel me? I just fell in love with a porn star. Turn the camera on, you're a porn star. Hey. Peep game. Peep game. No. Yeah. Oh. Yo, 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 if I'm if I'm hitting you, yo, if I'm hitting if I'm hitting you with my old school, now my old school wave, it'll probably be something like the Quincy Jones joint, like the Secret Garden joint. That joint, like. Man, that song will get a chick nasty as. Nigga, trying to tell you that song will get a chick nasty as fuck. Okay, okay. I'm so doing all types of. Yeah, 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 yeah. That 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 definitely. Um, let me think. Let me think of some jams myself. Um, I'm gonna have to say. I'm gonna have to say. I mean, you need Joe to see. You really can't lose on any Joe to see track, in my opinion. Cause forever, my lady, stay. I'll be honest, yo, stay, stay. Freaking you, fiending. You got me fiending. Um, some more. Um, yo, I can get on them B cuts quick. Like I can get some B cuts that would really be like, yo, um, Tom. Remember time? You the time, a place for anything. Doing it. Um, the one with boys, the men with the LL have. So I'm I'm gonna go Joe to see any track, but I'm gonna go with Stay because I think Stay really. You can't, you can't. It's undeniable what that song means. Like Devontae at that time, man. Falsetto is definitely a dope. That's a dope one as well. Only if you can make them hit that falsetto. You say it is pretty dope as well. Say it is pretty dope as well. Say it is pretty dope as well. Um, I'm trying. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, you know, Chris Brown. Chris Brown got one. I'll go with. Uh, he got a couple. I'm gonna go with that song. Uh, dang, take you down. Take ah yeah. I'm gonna go with take you down. I I'd give him a little bit of the new. Uh. Uh, wait. What's a, what's another track that I want? For maybe uh. Oh. Uh, oh. And yo, and we was early on the on the on the on the uh on the on the Jesse Boykins. Um. And I'll leave it with that. I think that those are those are some dope tracks to take into your. Oh, I mean, Drew Hill got some tracks. Drew Hill got some tracks. Let me see rap for Baltimore. Drew Hill got some tracks that you can go into. Like, you know, my my advice to anybody when you're trying to set a mood is always look for a group that's got a dope 
like that's their that's where they come from. Like if you picking Drew Hill, Joe the Sea, Silk, um, H Town, knocking the boots is a dope hey, uh, ass I'm trick. Say, um, Teddy, P. Teddy P. Teddy P. Teddy P. If you want to get some of them some of them thirty and overs, them thirty and overs crew. What I'm trying to tell you is right now my main joint is thirty. Stephanie Mills. And older chicks outweigh younger chicks by far. So I'm talking the about the oldest that you would go. The oldest I would go right now, forty five. If the body is tight Nigga. and her mind is bright. I will hit a forty five year old yeah, in a actually, heartbeat. Me, me, you kinda see eye to eye on it. I, yeah, I I've seen some I, listen, I have seen some of Several. the baddest 45 and 40 year olds cruising the grocery store. Like, go to the. Listen, this is where niggas get messed up. This is where niggas get messed up. Because I'm about to rant like Kanye. It's not the club. It's not the lounges. It is not, you feel me, any type of party situation. It's nothing like that. It's not church. You don't find a bad. No. You find the baddest chicks in the grocery store. Go to the supermarket on a Sunday. You're going to see so many sweatpants filled with voluptuous booties. It's going to break your heart. It's going to break your heart. I'm talking about... Now, I, I live in an area where, you know, it's a nice area. You feel me? Out the county. You know what I'm saying? And my, my second job, my part-time job, is right next to a grocery store. And I have seen so many off-duty strippers in that grocery store. I'm talking about sweatpants, booty shots. I mean, it looks amazing. Like the grocery store. And you can and you book them so easy. Just be buying something. Oh yeah, you know, I'm just trying to get something for the house, you know. Da-da-da-da. Oh yeah, how you doing? You see what they buying? Question, oh yeah, oh what you about to cook something? Mm. Open them all up into a car. Oh yeah, you know I got the olive oil. I was about to make da 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 da. Oh yeah, I never seen you around here. I stayed down the street. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, for real? I stay right here. Now I know your location. I know that you can cook. And I see you already, so I know that you're bad. The only thing left to do is go in for the kill. You have yet to have a child that is my age. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because I am not your child. And I shall... Which means I can thrust you. Enter you. <laughs> I shall enter you. I thrust you. You know what I'm saying? Your child comes upon you with your child is my age, and yet I will still enter you. But will you let the boy watch? I will let the boy watch. Like, yeah. Let Not only will I let the boy watch, I will pull a Melvin and be pouring myself a glass of Kool-Aid in the nude in the morning. Let yes. the boy you Like, yeah, yo, I got next on the 2K. You feel me? Run them sticks. Run them sticks. What's good, G? You Please, please understand that. Your mother is mad cool, G. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can't lie. I met your mother at happy hour. She dumb cool. Man, I don't like the way you be disrespecting your mother when I be coming over for real. You know what I'm saying? She told me to put my foot down. Because I already put my D down. <laughs> please, please understand that my age limit... <laughs> Is not to exceed sixty-four years of age. (laughs) 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 Simply because I do not do Medicare eligible (laughs) recipients. But if you are a dime piece at the age of sixty-four, perhaps I will penetrate you. Only if you promise not to tell anyone. The boy needs to learn, like I learned. From my father. From my father. As he learned. From his father. Let him him watch. Let the boy watch. (laughs) What would y'all say is the hot spots? Like, for all the young players that, you know, haven't haven't gotten their stripes, haven't earned their experiences yet, don't know what direction to go, what hot spots would you say 
are the spots like, hey man, young blood, this is where you need to go if you're trying to really invest in your stocks. Pick up and take. Pick up and carry out. Honestly, no, I say can't no fouls. I'm about to say like once you get the, uh, them chicks get the guzzling down them beds, they easy money. I'm gonna keep it all the way. I mean now to pick up chicks. To pick up chicks. I mean, honestly, and this is just my personal philosophy. And a lot of people say, a lot of people say, you know, like don't shit where you eat. I feel like I feel like in a familiar setting. Is the best way to pick up chicks. I pick up all of my chicks in familiar settings. I pick them up in familiar settings. Settings where they can see you not pay them attention. You know, like in the clubs, chicks come out, they get dressed up, they're doing that for the attention. They're at the club, they're dancing, they're with their homegirls, they wanna look good, they wanna look bad, they got a million niggas hounding them. You wanna give a, ch- a chick the opportunity to see you not pay them attention so that they can just observe you. So that when you do approach them, it's that much more easier. I love picking up chicks in work settings, common settings where we see each other on a regular basis, i.e. the cast. You feel me? Like, I see you on a regular basis. Like, I'm around you. I'm going to book you. If you work with me, I'm around you on a daily basis. I'm going to get you. If we shop at the same stores and I see you on a weekly basis, I'm going to get you. Any any setting where it's familiarity. Because in the club, if I see you on a weekly basis in the club, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to want you. Because you're always in the club. Why would I want you and you're always in the club? So once we get together, every Friday night, you're going to be like you in the club. I feel like familiar settings. Familiar settings is the best place. Now, if you're talking about taking a chick out, it's a few secret spots that I will make unsecretive right now. Turret Cafe, the food is a phenomenal, and a lot of chicks ain't up on it. Stone Cold on Oinks Mills Boulevard, very good. The shrimp and grits is phenomenal, and most chicks have never been there. It's a kit bar. The drinks taste delicious. I recommend the mango mojito. You feel me? Very good. You know what I'm saying? And chicks get chicks like food. Chicks love to eat. Whores love food. Let me tell you something. Like I said they love they love. Coke and a smile. Before even. We would have had a competition. We would have a competition. We would have had a competition. Oh, now I must break out more video footage. What he's gonna what he's gonna attempt to do is he's gonna show us uh, more of these porno diaries that he has. I desire to have her. I've had her. Perhaps you could smell my penis and tell me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Okay, perhaps you could smell my cock. <laughs> that would give you a good idea. Where did we go? How she feels inside. <laughs> perhaps if you like to sample what she is like you can just first take a whiff of my genitalia and again 30 plus she just got them joints out rolling up my medication for me after I destroyed Man, I think we can. I think we can. Um, I think we can. We can. We can. We can end that off. We're we're looking at some. We're looking at some things. Looking at some things right here. Ooh. Mm, a level of chicken is being looked at. Um. Um. While everybody, uh, you know, this is probably the randomest conversations you've ever got. But I think one topic we did stay up on the on the on the chicks pretty heavy. On the horse, pretty heavy. You know what I'm saying? Okay, be be. I was about to end it, but if you want to slide this one in there, I mean. All right. Be easy is about to get on the soapbox. He he got something to say. I mean, not so much the soapbox, but I mean, I just gotta bring it back to you know the bars because we did start off with the bars initially, and we got way sidetracked on you know anal pleasures and other sorts of things, but um. Yeah, Cincinnati bow tie, um, rusty trombone. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, um, 
I would like to ask a question that could go around the room, and I really want to have everybody weigh in on Meek Mill's bitch assness and the display or the lack of display of tact in these situations that he has thrusted himself into. Mm. I mean, if I could just get the ball rolling, I mean, I really think it was all a game of timing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like as soon as Meek Mill dropped the bomb, oh, Drake, you don't write, you don't write your bars, he should have dropped that diss track immediately and aired him out with the clip of the Quentin Miller reference track before Drake could even respond. Because then that would leave everybody asking Drake like, oh, what you got to say? But instead, he just talked a bunch of trash like a gossiping female. You know what I'm saying? And then Drake responded not once, but twice with music. And no Twitter, no social media responses whatsoever. Career suicide. And now Meek has done it yet again for the second time with Wale. I just really think that this guy is just hanging himself with his own rope. All the way. Let me say this, and this will be the end of it for me. Meek is an idiot. Idiot, for real. He he needs to dial 410-319. Idiot. Idiot. The idea that he came after Safari Period. puzzles me. <laughs> well, well. I don't understand how one could come after Safari. Safari's defense. His new chick is better than Nikki's. How is that possible? Worth more bread. How is that possible? Because her father is an African billionaire. <laughs> so she is on paper. Well, I guess that settles it then. And she, hold on, now I gotta show you this shit. I guess have you not seen it? I have not. Hold, hold, First of all, if we gonna, if we gonna, I'm gonna just end Meek like this, because I'm about to say, this is exactly what I think of Meek. It's like, running through them spots and now I'm eating enchiladas. <laughs> Niggas wanna talk this shit, but they ain't got them problems. Whoop, you in the coop. Whoop, you went like, that's, like, that's exactly what I hear from this nigga. Like, and that's all I, like, like, I don't, I don't. This chick no. is African. Yes. Yes. So, um, I think I think the I think the Meek battle, uh, it it's one of those things where everybody knows in hip hop. Uh, the short version is, as a as an artist, you want to be the best. You want to be number one. You want to be the guy. You want to be the man. And I think when the Rico, um, when I think when the Rico verse came out or when the demo came out, I think he saw the opportunity. And from the school, uh, you got to understand when you raised in the 90s or if you were an 80s baby and you was raised in the late 80s, early 90s, there was a time where keeping it real was the slogan. Keeping it real was how we, you know, how we determine things. And so... If a nigga ever got caught not keeping it real, it was really like suicide. You know what I'm saying? Like many of the battles in hip hop in the past, everything was determined by keeping it real. These days and times, it's really not always about keeping it real because we've seen many artists where you could go back in their past and you might could find things that would, would definitely be marks of like, nah, like that's not, that's not keeping it real. Like, nah, he didn't really live in that hood. Or nah, he not really a part of that gang. Or nah, he not. Like, there was a day where it was like, yo, if you was caught in any. Like, I think kids today don't really understand how hard it was for artists in the 90s. Like, you can't be. Like, if you say you from Brooklyn, niggas got to know you from Brooklyn. If you was from Baltimore and you say, yo, I'm from the West Side, niggas got to know you from the West Side. You know, it was like certain codes of ethics and and parameters that just could not be broken. Now, you can do anything, be anything. You you could be a gangster one day, uh, a classical pianist on the on the on the next day. You can just do anything you want. You know, it, you can just do anything you want. There's no codes. So I say all that to say that at the end of the day, you know, when you battling. The first rule of battling is you got to use some tactics. You know what I mean? You got to use some type of plan of action. And I think a lot of people were disappointed because they felt like Meek 
I think a lot of people expected Meek to win. I think a lot of people looked at Meek from his rap battle days and felt like, in theory, he should win. I'm actually gonna have to. I'm gonna have to uh, piggyback off of Wale. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna just go as far as to say that I knew from jump when Drake released "Charged Up," it was over for Meek. Meek was never going to win. Because number one, you allowed him to get the upper hand by responding first musically. Second of all, you wanted to wait because you underestimated Drake. And then he dropped back to back, which simply destroyed Meek. Like destroyed him. I never thought Meek had a chance. Because like Wale said, Drake is is just on that pedestal. He's at that level where it really doesn't matter how good you are. Because I'm Drake. I have the fans. I have the backing. I have everything. I have everything that 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 is needed to win the battle. It's sort of like it's sort of like if you look at the situation, like the LL versus cannabis situation. Everybody in the history books is going to say LL won that battle, even though cannabis cannabis is lyrically nicer than LL. But LL, he had the he had the pull. He had. Like I said before. 410 319 So, oh yeah, and I, so okay, do one big question. Do you feel that from this point cuz a lot of people are saying like we know in previous rap battles a nigga loses his career. Like we say Ja Rule, Cannabis, um uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Da, 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 da. Usually, in the history of rap battles, whoever loses kind of also loses their career. Do you feel that Meek at this point, his career is over, or do you feel like he can still, maybe he won't be as big as Drake, but he can still keep his fans and keep doing what he's doing? I put it to you like this: Meek's catalog isn't long enough. Isn't long enough to save him yet. I about to say with a, with a couple of other artists, your catalog could save you somewhat. He got a couple of hits under the belt. I'm not going. I'm not going to completely discredit him, but it's like he doesn't have a catalog yet to save him. Like, you know, like when it, when you when it, when you when you think about Meek in general, you got to think where he come from. At the end of the day, he came from that era where, as though he felt like he had to fight his way to the top, and now that he's necessarily quote unquote. At the top, I won't say at the top, but he's he's over he's overcame that hurdle. He feels like he has to fight it by every means, the way that he came up, and it's like you don't even have to do the same things that you were doing so many years ago. It's like if it's certain people that are saying stuff, you just gotta let them take the L and keep it moving until you get to that plateau where as though you could pretty much like say or feel or do whatever it is that you need to do without any repercussions. Then yeah, you do whatever it is that you need to do. But it's like with him, it's like he's more or less just being in his feelings about everything, and it's and it's jeopardizing everything around him to the point where as though like you like I, I put it to you like this: when you got a bunch of yes men in your corner, and they telling you like yeah, like they like people get in your corner and they and they get in your ear, and like when they start saying little stuff, it start getting to you, and when it start getting to you, you start feeling you start feeling as though. You know, like you need to like respond to shit and like make and, and like, and it's like you, like you start feeling salty. Like that's that's basically what it is. You start feeling salty. I mean, yeah. Let me um. I just want to elaborate on that. Like, yeah. Number one, Meek is way, 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 way too in his feelings to be on such a stage that he's on. Um, as far as do I think the situation is career ending? If this was '90s, early 2000s hip hop, yes. Now, in the age where you can have a nigga like Rick Ross get exposed, like, oh, yeah, you was a correctional officer, you wasn't really in the streets like that, blah, 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 and still come back and bounce back from that. Not saying that he's not a street dude, because my qualm with Rick wasn't necessarily that he was a CO, it was the fact that he lied. With Meek, my qualm is the fact that he's just so in his feelings on everything. But, I mean, at the end of the day, he has his faithful fans. You got your typical average Baltimore trap dope 
dealing nigga who just damn meek real. He talking about the streets. Uh, his, you know his, what I'm saying? Just like you're going to have your faithful Philly fans. Just like you're going to have your hoods across America with niggas who are in that closed-minded mind state that's just going to continue to rock with Meek because Meek is talking about struggle. He talking about trap music. You said what? Right, but see, with Drake, the difference between Meek and Drake is Drake, to me, is all around more marketable. His struggle is not necessarily geared towards one specific circumstance. His struggle mostly is emotional struggle. His struggles with females, dealing with situations with him not being, you feel me, good enough for a female or dealing with his own insecurities or a female treating him wrong or situations getting messed up with a female. You know what I'm saying? Emo rap. I mean, but I mean, at the end of the day, he's saying the stuff that don't nobody else want to say that everybody relates to. You know what I'm saying? That's why Drake is marketable. That's why he's going to be in the game for forever. Because he's talking about the stuff that everybody goes through that rap niggas is like, oh, no, I'm too hard to say that on wax. You know what I'm saying? I, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hotline Bling is the number one on the billboards right now. You used to call me on my cell phone late night when you need my love. Who can't relate to that? I can name a hundred chicks off the top of my head in my phone book who I can say, you used to call me on my cell phone, shorty. Like, he's making music. I can't relate to, just got my Rolls Royce rolling on my wrist. Da -da -da. I don't relate to that, nigga. Like, okay, yeah, good for you, Meek. And why are you screaming on every track? I, I, put, I put it to like, and, this, is, this, is why I, this is why I say it's the nail in the coffin for him. Idiot. I was on I was on BuzzFeed. And they had any any anytime you got pages on YouTube pages like BuzzFeed, Buzz BuzzFeed <laughs> weighing in on a Meek Mill and Drake battle, you have white America saying fuck Meek Mill and they've never heard one of his records. Anytime that you have white America swaying in on the side of Drake and they don't even know who a Meek Mill is. They don't even they don't they've never they've never heard of his records. Half of them don't even know what he looks like. And you have them saying F Meek Mill off top. Like, when you have white America swaying in the ways of Drake, it's like, first of all, they're not going to go against Drake, point blank period. But then it's like, when you have them coming on a his, you have like people who are coming on a Drake page, it's like, little Katie, like, F Meek Mill. And they've never seen him, in, they've never seen him, they just, they just found out what his IG page was, enough to give enough of their time and energy to say F Meek Mill. Drake is just winning right now, period. Like, Drake is on the top everything. If a song comes out and it's hot, Drake is on it. Not only that, but Meek Mill is so in his feeling that he randomly says anything about anybody. Just like when he was at the, uh, what was the joint in Philly? The concert, the joint they had in Philly, yo. Wasn't it might have been made in America where Meek is on stage and Meek is like, "Yo, why y'all playing all this Future? Didn't Future perform here?" Like he just has no filter and he needs a PR agent to tell him like, "Yo, you don't need to say this, bro," because he's going off. And what he do right after that? Drake, Future, they come out with, "You feel me?" Um, what a time to be alive. And there's so many subliminal shots at, at Meek on there. like, And they're both two artists on different ends of the spectrum at the top of their game. coming. I mean, like, Future is all trap. Drake is all love and, and, and emotion and, and relationship issues and all of that stuff. And then they come together and bring both of those worlds together on an epic mixtape with nothing but subliminal shots at this nigga Meek Mill. Like, why are you doing these? Like, you're committing career suicide. But in the world we live in today, I mean, he's always going to have his faithful fans. You, He always going to have them niggas that's, no, man, it's no, dream no, chases. No faithful fans ain't going to be around Yeah, I mean, but you got niggas like Chino who jumps in the middle of the beef and posts stuff on his Instagram and talking about, yeah, F Drake and all of that, making himself look like a clown. But, I mean, that's not that's neither here nor there. The point I'm making is that you're always going to have them closed-minded niggas that's just going to be like, no, nah, man, Meek is street. Meek is street. He represent the streets, and they gonna rock with him. Me, that, 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 that street margin is getting thinner and thinner. It's getting thinner. It's, it's, get, thinner it's getting way thinner. And it's like, like to me, it's like that commercial. To me, that commercial success that Drake has right now is out. Is 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 longevity, not and and not not on, not only longevity, but it kind it kind of like 
outweighs that street mob. Like you said, there's always gonna be there's always gonna be people that's gonna see Meek Mill side of it. Is the minority mindset, and I'm not saying minority in the sense of like, oh, it's black people, it's Hispanic. No, I mean in a minority, it's more people who are not in the streets than there are in the streets. That is a concentrated, you feel me, situation. Yeah. It's not that many people in the streets compared to people who are just going to work, living a nine to five life, you feel me, getting in relationship issues, having a, it, their problems. I mean, like, for instance, just to jump back on the song, Hotline Bling. That's a song that 10 years from now, black people, white people, Hispanic people, Asian people, that should have come on the radio and they'd be like, oh, yeah. I remember this song. Or even if you ain't like the song, you're going to remember how funny the video was. Ain't nobody going 10 years from now. I highly doubt somebody going to be like, ride through my old hood. Da, 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 da. Like, niggas not even going to be playing that. Like, nobody, the whole sound has, the whole sound of hip hop has shifted to, to sub-level R&B. Anyway, meat is a dying breed, yo. Let's just really keep it real. Lyricism and hardcore rap and 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 real bars yeah. is a dying breed. You know what I'm saying? And ten years from now, niggas ain't gonna be thinking about Meek Mill. That's how I feel. Ten years from now, Drake might be still in the game. Wait, wait, complete your thought of what you were saying before, though. Like, what were you you were saying? What you were saying? Oh, basically, basically in a nutshell, like, cause I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember exactly where I kind of like tipped off that. I better say, I, I know. I, I know, I know it's pretty much, <laughs> but um, no, because like I was saying, like at the end of the day, when you when you think when you think of white America, in particular, like and I'm not, and I, let me let me let me not just say white America, the commercialized side side of things, like when you sit back and you think about everything to kind of put into pers- in, put into spectrum of like thinking about like how like Drake has like kind of like become such a household name. That you can pretty much like it's almost it's almost like a Beyonce, like on the level of a Beyonce. Whereas though, like any R and B chick who says something about Beyonce gets blackballed immediately, point blank period. Like yeah, like Carrie, like Carrie Hilson, point blank period. Drake has gotten to that point of a like a Jay Z status. Whereas though, if you say too many words about Jay Z out your mouth, you non-existent. Drake has gotten to that point. Whereas though, if you say too many words about Drake nowadays. It is what it is. Drake has, re- like, whether or not people want to admit it or not, Drake has reached that plateau of where now you can, it's only so many words you can say to him now. Think about it. This man, like, you have the the Toronto Raptors, the 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 governor, the man, like, like you have the keys to the city for Toronto. It's bigger than, like, it's, it's, it's bigger than music. He's, t- like, Drake is tied into too much, whereas though America, whereas though the the national spectrum is gonna let him fail. Pretty much how it was with a Ti. Everybody like Ti done done so much. Why hasn't he gone to jail? You don't know how much he's put back into Atlanta. You don't know how much he's put back into like the city. <laughs> Ti is like one of those artists, whereas though like he could fail a hundred and ten times, oh, yeah. he's always gonna come back out on top, regardless, because of how much he like artists don't realize the more you invest into everything around you. The less they can do to get rid of you, and they, and a lot of people and a lot of people don't realize that. Like, if at the end of the day, if I'm an artist and I'm a millionaire and I take my money and I invest back into all the community centers around that neighborhood, then I start getting then I start getting recognized on a city level. I start getting recognized on a state level. Then certain sponsors start to back me around. Like, let's say like a Verizon starts to back me, and an Atlantic starts to back me, and a T-Mobile and an NFL. At that point in time. I'm no longer a hip-hop artist. I'm an investment. So at the end of the day, white America's going to do everything in their power to stop me from, from going down the drain. Drake is on that level where as though he can't be touched right now. He can't. I don't care what you do, how much, how many shots. It's pretty much like shooting at the moon. You're not going to hit it. And with that said, I'd like to get everybody's contacts and uh, so all the listeners can you know, contact you see what you're doing check out your twitters your facebooks your websites and all that good stuff so let them know how they can get in contact with you and check you out yeah um i can be reached i mean i don't even give everybody everything because i don't use everything anymore i'm very rarely on twitter 
But um, my IG and Twitter handles and Snapchat handles are all the same. It's S-L-O-E underscore E-Z, those two letters. Um, slow easy, slow underscore easy. You can always reach me there. Um, my SoundCloud is S L O E motion easy or slow motion easy. Um, you can find me on SoundCloud if you want to hear a couple dope tracks. I mean, it's cool stuff. I got some new age type stuff, got some lyrical stuff. I got a little bit of everything, but yeah, slow underscore easy and make sure you drop that W and put the E in there and you'll be good to go. So, one thing that you can kind of get me on, about.me backslash Marvin Gray, M-A-R-V-I-N-G-R-E-Y, that takes you to every last single page I have on the internet, point blank period, about.me backslash Marvin Gray, and Flojo, Buckethead Low, Skipper, all slicking it all on ice, I'm signing out. Alright, bet. Hey. Yo, you uh you got any uh contact no contacts no nothing. All right, no negative. All right. Bet, man. Um make sure y'all check out Flo Joe. Make sure you check out he's got a project coming out in November. November? He got a project coming out in November. What's the the title? So for my other undisclosed guests on here, if you want to reach them, the number to call is 410-319-8888. Make sure you check out uh, Full Joey's Got a Project coming out in the Midnight Music in November. Uh, make sure you download that. All his whores, all the whores that. First of all, it's for all. It's for all my chicks. It's for all them like lunch meat looking bitches. You feel me? Like all the chicks that like my horse. All whores. I about to say like it's for the chicks that like walk outside like no Vaseline on you. About to say like all that type of type of nasty stuff. Like you know what it is. Also, his music is definitely like if you riding and you just riding in that nighttime, and you smoking and you laying back, listening to that wordplay. That's the type of music that you need to have on your iPod. Be easy. You got hey, you got any projects coming up? Be easy. Be easy. I have my um, Orified Son of the Morning. That mixtape is is totally finished. I just haven't decided to drop it on you yet because I don't think niggas is ready. But it will be dropping um very soon, probably top of 2016. Um, I also have another project that is in the works right now. No title for that yet. However, it's going to be completed very soon. It's going to be dropping right after that Orified Sunday the morning. But we definitely dropping Orified top of 2016. Um, oh, this is Jocelyn Hernandez and her posterior. And she is definitely worthy of the D. But um yeah um oh, definitely yeah, yeah. orified that's dropping top of 2016 and um shortly after that I will have many more so I'm coming out of the cave I'm coming from underneath my rock I'm coming back to the city I'm giving them that Mr Tuesday night feel again you know what I'm saying for those who don't know me I used to kill 92Q when he had the battle joints on there I got retired I've never been beaten and I refuse to be beaten so yeah I'm coming back out with a vengeance. Very soon. <laughs> All right, make sure y'all comment below. And let me know what you think. Uh, oh, your comments are gonna be crazy. Yeah, these. Yeah. I I I shudder to think what the comments are gonna be under this thing. If you get a chance to listen to this hour and some odd, if you get through this much, you know, just comment below. And let me know what you think. Like it, repost it, share it, and all that good stuff. I'll stay up out there. Peace.